Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dogs Program here on 3CR 855 on the AM dial. D-O-G-S, Defenders of Government Schools. And, of course, as you're probably aware, if you've been listening to 3CR, or even if you've just turned in, because we warned you, it's Radiothon. Radiothon is the time of the year where we want to keep going and come on the air next week. Mm-hmm. And 3CR only works, not because of government funding, doesn't work, doesn't work because of corporate sponsorship. It works because you, our dearest and best listeners, are the people who support us to keep the message coming out to defend government schools. Now, we've got a packed show today because there's been lots of things happening. So we've got news, views, reviews, interviews, in fact, and um, we've got a bit of music as well, of course. And, of course, we have our great state school segment, which seems very popular with our listeners. That's where each week... We select a state school and highlight the good things that they're doing with your taxpayers' money because we here at the Dogs, we believe, quite simply, there's only one system of education in Australia that should be supported by you, the people, or we, the people, because I'm here too, um, and that is, of course, the state school system because it's the only school system that is universal. That is, they take everyone. It's free. Yes, there are charges for schools, but you don't have to pay them. You don't want to, because it's free. And it's secular. There is no religious view put forward as part and parcel of the education system. You don't go to a Catholic state school or a a Scientology state school or an Islamic state school. You go to a state school, and for six hours, you learn stuff. You learn how to get on with everyone, because state schools, of course, are the only schools that have everyone in them because they are the only schools that are universal. Here at the Dogs, we believe it's very simple. Um, you, I and everyone else should only be supporting one system of schooling with our taxpayers' money, and that if you do set up a private educational institution, you should feel free to do that, but just not with our money, not with my money, not yeah. with your money. It's all very simple. Yeah. We're also, by the way, for those people who are unfamiliar with the Dogs program, are very strong on separation between religious belief and the state that is we believe that people who have sincere religious faith should be free to worship here in australia but that should have nothing to do with the way we run our government the way we run our country that's a personal issue um, it's a personal question it's a very powerful personal question for many people and many many members of the dogs are in fact deeply religious people but these two ideas should be separate religion and the state so with those two ideas about what you're about to hear we need tell people about what's going on in the world when it comes to education in Australia because you're not necessarily going to hear it from the mainstream media, which is one of the functions and roles that 3CR serves. Mm. And if you want to support this, please do. 
Like, really do. Um, you can just call up. <laughs> you can just get on your phone, your mobile phone, or even your home phone if you've still got one, on 94198377 and donate. If you donate to the dogs, you're not just supporting us. You're actually supporting all of the volunteers here at 3CR. 855 on the AM dial and podcast on the WWs. It doesn't happen for free. Um, although, of course, there are many people in 3CR who donate their time for free to keep this whole thing going. Of course, all of the people, the dogs are like that too. Hmm. So, yeah, give us a call on 9419 8377 or you can actually SMS as well, if you like, on 0488 930 855, that's 855 on AMDR, um, to donate money to the Dogs Programme to keep us going here on Radiothon. For three years, teachers have had their qualifications, their pay, their pensions and their working conditions attacked relentlessly by this government. I'm a proud product of a government-funded primary school education and of a government-funded secondary school education. Australia is one of the richest and luckiest countries in the world and there's no reason whatsoever why we can't have the very best public schools in the world. It's just not good enough that kids with disability miss out. Our education is not for profit! Our education is not for profit! You're listening to The Dogs, the defence of government schools on 3CR. Welcome back to the Dogs Program here on 3CR 855 and AM Dial. We've got Rob here, me in the studio, but of course we've got Jean who's been here since... I don't, how, how long have you been doing the Dogs Program, Jean? Can I embarrass you on air? How long have you been doing this? 1987. What? Bill Hartley. <laughs> That's the 20th Hartley. century. Yeah. That's before the internet. Yeah, oh, it was starting actually, yes, the... Oh. We had computers, that's for sure. The computers were there in the early 80s. They must have been giant ones, I don't know. It's dinosaur. 1987, you've been here doing the dogs program on 3CR. So 3CR's been... How long has 3CR been around for? 1976. 1976. I've been here since 2008. Wow, there's a bit of history going on here. So sorry, Jean, we might talk about what was going on in 1987 later on. But let's talk about Radiothon now because we've already had... Some generous people donate to the dogs program here on 3CR, is that right? Yes, um, the dogs have always attracted people who put their money where their mouth is. They've had to, uh, because the cause is just too too important. But of course we like the widow's mite as well. Um, it's all very important just to keep 3CR on the, on the air. Now, we've had Romina Beatsin, who's given us $10 from oh, the Drummond Creek. Thank you, $10 matters, it really does, and we thank you. Very they all add up. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Ely uh, has given me today, this morning, put on the hard word, $300. Oh, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew James. Um, Neil Hawthorne and Margaret Nielsen, uh, because they have been with the dogs since 1960. Margaret and Neil since he was born. Hello Margaret, Hello. I, I know you're listening out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, um, they have given us a thousand dollars. That's extraordinary. But that is in memory of other members of their family who have gone to a better country but um, who were very generous in their lifetime with their time and their effort, most particularly Raymond Nelson and Henry Nelson and Dorothy Hawthorne. Uh, they were in large part 
responsible for the Dogs High Court case in 1981. So that is a very important donation, um, not just in money terms, but in what it actually represents. It just goes to show how long this cause, the defence of state schools, has been needed here in Australia. In mm. fact, it's been needed here since the 60s. We have to be here because if no one defends state schools, I can tell you the politicians aren't particularly interested. And there's vast lobby groups interested in taking the state school system down. So we've been around for a while because we've been needed for a while. So thank you, Neil. Um, I know you're actually overseas at the moment. I know Neil personally. But if you're listening on the internet, thank you very much. And, of course, I know Margaret's listening out there in her lounge room right now, or in her dining room, I should say. So, Margaret, could be in the kitchen. Thank you very much. Well, the other person I didn't mention there was Margaret's twin sister, Sylvie. Sylvie Child and her husband, Bob. Um, Yes, they were great to go out on a demo with. I have a vivid memory of uh, uh, Sylvie and Bob and Ray and I with great big drums down in front of the Rialto when the Education Department was there. They didn't want to listen to us, but they sure had to. Uh, Yeah, we had great, great fun. Uh, Sylvie was a great, um, a great protester and had good ideas uh, with her protesting. Uh, no one could actually ignore Sylvie Child. Sam Just has also been very, very generous. Uh, he's from Larry Warren and he has sent us uh, $500. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you very much. Now, perhaps we'd better turn over to you for a little while to listen to... Oh, look, yes. I mean, there are some other people who've actually done it. I actually have... We've just come in right now. I'd like to thank um, Jess and Linda Irwin, um, who've donated, um, and I know these people, and I really do thank them for it, because I know, I know money's tight these days, and I know money's tight for these particular people. $200. Mm, thank and you. And donated $200 um, of money that... Um, will actually go to good use. I know you could have used it on something else, <laughs> but I bet it actually will go to good use here at 3CR because we are a community radio station. And we, 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 if you can just cough up some money for us, because we've got a target. Mm. We've got quite a large target here at the Dogs Park. We have to get, by the end of this hour, to keep this program going, $6,500. So we've got a lot of money to raise. So if you do have some spare dollars, $10, is 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 enough. If you've got ten bucks, you've got ten bucks. If you've got twenty bucks, you've got twenty bucks. If you've got five hundred bucks, please, you will keep us on air, and it won't just go to us; it'll go to the station as a whole. So you can give us a call on nine four one nine eight three double seven. That's nine four one nine eight three double seven, or you can text it in. You can text you can text a donation in on zero four double eight nine three zero eight five five. That's zero four double eight nine three zero eight five five. You've been listening to the Dogs Program, and you'll continue to listen to the Dogs Program here on three CR eight five five on the AM dial. Good afternoon, listeners. This is the Dogs Program. The Australian Council for Defence of Government Schools are here to protect, to defend, and to promote public education. If public education is the promise one generation makes to the next, let's not be the first generation to break that promise. For the last 50 years, we have been against state aid. 
We believe there should be no public funding going to an alternative fee-paying system, which in fact is about separating and segregating children and underpinning a social framework which is aristocratic or non-democratic. We have one of the most unequal education systems in the OECD. We have as much as six years gap between our highest and our lowest performing 15-year-olds. That's what we've got in Australia at the moment. It's not working, the system is broken and the only way forward, as far as the dogs are concerned, is to withdraw the public money from the so-called independent schools and to make them genuinely independent. We also believe in the separation of religion from the state. Talking about local issues going on obviously here in Australia in education and the very interesting times we live in when it comes to federal politics and education. Gonski, which is not perfect, but which is the best option we've seen in terms of funding going to the right kids. Gonski does something that we've been unable to do in Australia for decades, which is treat all Australia's children as if they live in the same country. Independent schools, when they come across someone who's behaviourally challenged, usually have a meeting where they say things like, perhaps your educational outcomes will be better serviced elsewhere, and they kick them out. Of course, independent schools can do that, because they are exempt from every anti-discrimination law in the country. They can do whatever they like. An education system which is free, secular and universal for every child. The only way forward for a democracy is to have a well-resourced, well-reputed public education system available for every child. They're pushing for educational apartheid. Concepts of segregation in education have a deep and a very, very troubled history, not just in Australia but all around the world. We are justifying not properly funding the most disadvantaged schools and the students they teach because of the cost of continuing to public fund the wealthiest schools. That is outrageous. Now, when it comes to ATAR schools, there is a great deal of manipulation being done in independent schools, and it's done in a very simple way. Students at the bottom end of the cohort are actually pressured into not doing their ATAR, but actually doing their VCE subject of unscored now this means, of course, that the average for the school improves. Now, of course, this is a victory for the school. It's not a victory for the student. There are 163 private schools in Australia with annual fees of over $15,000 per annum per student. Some 95% of these schools have over 50% of their students from the top socioeconomic advantage quartile and less than 5% from the lowest quartile. And total government funding for these schools amounted to $874 million in 2015 and it contributes to their massive resource advantage over public schools. A whistleblower on what goes on in independent schools around Australia. And that is teachers are being forced to sacrifice individual children's futures to improve the school data and the ranking of that school. If public education is the promise one generation makes to the next, let's not be the first generation to break that promise. You can check us out at our website at www.adogs.info. That's www.adogs.info. Good afternoon, listeners. This is the Dogs Programme.
Every week on the Doctor Program, we have a special segment to show a different state school is a great school. State schools are great. Schools. School of the week. State school. School of the week. Great state schools. State schools. School of the week. School for the week here on the Dogs Program. Yep, it's the great state school for the week. This week is Bandura Secondary College. Now, we've done Bandura Secondary College before, but things have changed there over the last 12 months, and it's a fascinating, fascinating, I don't know, fascinating how you can turn a school around. You can turn a school around and make it for the better. Well, just let me let you, before we talk about anything else, talk about all the big stuff to do with Bandura Secondary College and why it's great. Bandura Secondary College... Um, has around about 380 kids in it. In fact, that's gone up significantly from what it was before, and it's likely to go up again because of the wonderful things they're doing. Now, is it because in Bandura the house prices have gone up and everyone's got suddenly rich and everyone's wonderful? Because we know in Australia it is a disgusting fact that the income of parents in a suburb has a direct correlation to... Um, their test scores that they get in the school. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't, I don't really quite know. But for Bandura State School, we're going to have, just for, for a little time here on the on Dogs program, um, a look from the inside. We're going to be talking to one of the parents of one of the students at Bandura Secondary College um, who we're going to call for the purposes of, of this show. We're going to call him John. John's called up from Bandura. You know, he's one of the parents from Bandura Secondary College and he's got called up to talk a little bit or answer some questions about what's going on inside Bandura. Uh, John, is that you there? Oh, it is. Hello. Hello, John. It's good to see you. Um, thanks for calling up here on the Dogs Program. You probably don't know this, but your school is doing amazing things with very little money. There's about, from the taxpayer, that's from me and you and everyone else, there's about 15000 bucks going to, into every student in Bandura Secondary College, which is about median. Like, it, it's that, that's not a vast amount of money. It's not a small amount of money. It's about what's needed. And I've got some questions for you about what they're doing inside Bandura Secondary College with our taxpayers' money. Um, firstly, can you... What's, it, what's the feel of the school like out at Bandura Secondary College? Because you've, you've, you've had your kids in lots of different schools, haven't you? Yeah, we, we have moved around a little bit, and we, we moved um, close to the school uh, almost uh, September last year, thereabouts, and we, yeah. we did look at quite a few government schools in the area because our kids have always gone to government schools. Um, and we were very excited when we, just almost by pure chance with Bandura, uh, sat in with a meeting, and, and they were talking about the, the TC, 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 and I was thinking, what is TC? Yeah. Um, turned out they meant the Temple Stowe program, um, which they were, well, they're still still getting their hands on it. Um, and we were very excited because I don't want to say too much about what I do to make money, mm-hmm. um, but I have seen the insides of a lot of different schools, probably, and it would be close to 100 different schools every year. So I get to see a, a very big range, and we'd done work at Temple Stowe College, and I was... We were so impressed when we visited it that my wife and I actually wanted to move move our family to be close to Templestowe so that we could get our eldest child in. So when we found out that that's what Bandura was transitioning into, um, we we basically made up our mind on the spot. Um, yeah, we were, we were very excited. And the feel of the school itself, it is a stock standard government high school, probably I'm guessing built in the very late 60s. Has it, has, it, has it got a swimming pool and a polo field? No, it, it doesn't. Oh, okay. It's a neat. It's a neat school. Yeah. Um, there are certainly sections that would would love some help um, yeah. in terms of fixing things up, but um, 
in terms of the teachers we spoke to and the flexibility of the, the subjects my daughter, who's in Year 9, could study, um, yeah. we were very excited. We didn't really care if it looked a little bit old, and it does. It's not about the buildings. It's about the teachers and the attitude of the teachers we bumped into was absolutely excellent. Yeah, so... Um, often when, we're, when, when I'm debating whether you know, state schools are great schools, of course we know that they are, uh, but when, we, whenever we have that debate, I have a lot of people, and parents in particular, say, oh, I wouldn't send my child to state school because they're all the same. It's a cookie-cutter model. You, you, you send your child to one state school, it's the same as any other. You're telling me that that's, that's a lie. It's definitely not the case. We, our eldest child last year was attending uh, what is actually a very good um, state school, a high school mm-hmm. Um, to the northwest of Melbourne, actually my old high school, surprisingly enough. Yeah. And, um, it's got a very good reputation, and we worked there, so I was happy to send her there. Uh, when we moved, we were very excited because Bandura is... I'm not saying that her previous school was bad, mm. but Bandura is definitely much more flexible in what the students can choose. And certainly what I suspect, I don't know the statistics and, and you're telling me and I'm, I'm happy to be told, but... That's oh, okay. I mean, I can tell you the stats, but that's not actually valuable information compared to what you're telling me. I mean, this, this is on the ground stuff. So you're, you're telling me that, 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 that your child is, 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 is succeeding more at Bandura. Is there, is there a particular reason for that? You mentioned about something about flexibility or, or the Temple Stone model. I, I mean, perhaps our listeners, listeners aren't aware. Um, okay, so... I'm really I'm not qualified to talk about. Well, from from my point of view, the Templestone model means that if you went to um, I shouldn't say normal high school, government mm. high school, secondary college, um, pretty much all the year sevens will do will move from one class as a group to another class. Generally speaking, there are yeah. exceptions in certainly what I've seen. But with the Templestone um, program, and and I shouldn't really call it that because Bundura are developing their own variation on it. And this yeah. was for Bundura, please uh, please don't be upset. There's more flexibility. So my my eldest child's in Year 9. She can study a variety of subjects. She may be technically in a class with a student who is in Year 8 but who wants to study that particular subject or she might even be in a class with students who would normally be doing Year 10 and, and it's because those students have a particular aptitude and interest and they want to pick up that subject. Now, it is tricky at Bundur because they have a very small population. It was a school without being rude, that was on the verge of dying. Yeah, well, it's now, it, it's now improving in terms of its enrolments. In fact, there's almost 400 kids there, and, and that wasn't the case just, just a few years ago. And I, I reckon it will increase. And yep. it, that, that flexibility means... That, and they're also a little bit more um, lenient. So they have a school uniform, which her previous school had, but our daughter likes to colour her hair. And I don't mind what colour her hair is as long as she's getting good marks. I don't care. Mm. And her previous school, that was definitely an issue. Um, whereas at Bandura, as long as you are neat in your school uniform, they do allow a fair bit of variation. Um, so for us, it was a behavioural issue with our daughter, you know, being able to choose a lot of her subjects. She's supposed to do English and maths, which I want her to do. That's something she has to do. Mm. But in terms of music and a few other bits and pieces here and there, she feels she's got more control. And I suspect it makes it harder for her teachers because it's, it's not... I think the school is still transitioning, but the teachers who are teaching there are going there because they want to be there. Yes, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a, a magnetic attraction to this idea, I can tell you from the point of view of teachers. So you're telling me that your daughter in this school feels as though she has more control than she did before? Oh, oh definitely, definitely. And she, she will interact with the teachers a, a lot more than she had 
I mean, look, there are still some teachers who aren't her favourite teachers, and we hear that. Um, <laughs> there are also some teachers who um, go above and beyond, especially with music, who will, will help her out and, and actually yeah. do things in their own time, which I don't expect teachers to do because they're not you know, getting paid for doing stuff. Absolutely, well, no. I mean, they're, the they're supposed to be teaching in this monolithic state school system, but you're telling me that's kind of the opposite of that. There's these teachers who are allowing the children a feeling and a real sense of control over their education or what it is that they're learning, and that this is having a benefit in a school of around about 400 kids out there in Bandura, in, um, in what definitely. many people in, um, oh, I don't know, in, in Brighton and Turak would consider the Badlands. There's this extraordinary thing going on. I think it's fascinating that you're saying, because you've been there for, well, not, not quite a year, but you've, you, you've been interacting with the school for a while, that they're developing a Bandura model rather than the Templestone model. I believe, and, and, and I might well be crucified for this, but um, I think they call it the PACE system. So they, they definitely wanted to use the, the Templestowe model, but they wanted to be their own. Yes. And that's fair enough too. I think there's only four schools in Victoria that run a model like this, and you might correct me or someone might call in and correct me. Yeah, well, um, maybe they will, but I think this is absolutely fascinating. It's, it's really cutting across this idea that state schools are all this one big cookie-cutter thing and no, the reason no. I have to send my child to a private school, even though I don't want to, is that they're all the same. This is just not true anymore, is it? I mean, certainly not in Bandura. No, well, not my, my personal experience with our eldest child um, and also my experience as, a, well, actually visiting, seeing the insides of a lot of different schools, um, all sorts of schools, mind you. Mm. It, it's not... Um, Mind you, I would say to anyone who wants to send their child to a school that is running a program similar to this, if you are coming from a school which has a, uh, I would say, a fairly standard model of teaching, um, it will you will need a bit of help at first because you're presented with a lot of choices, mm. which which is wonderful until you sit down and, with your child and go, well, what do you want to do? And it's almost like, well, there's too much. So it's like, all right, well, and then and I've got to say, at Bandura, I think it was the assistant principal was excellent. She actually spent time with our daughter and said, look, all right, I'll, I'll help you out with some suggestions and then, you know, you tell me if you think that works. Because it was a big change for us too. Well, we were excited. You can tell by my voice. But yeah, no, amazing. Well, it, because you're sort of over that first hit, aren't you? Because now yeah. you're into the nitty-gritty of what's actually going on with, with your child in this school. And, yeah, I mean, the, sort of the honeymoon's over, I suppose. Would, would you say that's true? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. I mean, we've, we've not had any problems, which is, which is good. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, a 15-year-old, uh, you know, presents her own problems, um, but they're not necessarily the school problems. That's just someone... That's just any 15-year-old going to possibly any school, I suspect. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Not everyone was as perfect as you were when you were 15. Age uh, Yeah, let's not talk about that in case any of my teachers are still alive, I think. Yeah, OK. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, John. It's, it's been great to have a, a little bit of a window here on the Dogs Program because that's what, we're, that's what we're for here on the Dogs Program, to provide a little bit of a window on what goes on in state schools. And, of course, in our State Schools are Great Schools segment, it's really good to have that inside voice. So thank you very much, John, for joining us here on the Dogs Program and supporting us. And um, I happen to know that um, you, you have been a supporter of State Schools for many, many years. And here on the Dogs Program, that's what we've been doing as well. And we need people to donate because it's Radiothon. So thank you very much, John. Yeah, because we have been here on the Dogs Program for oh, many, many years, since since the 80s, and we need to keep going because the fight's not over. We need you to donate on 94198377. That's 94198377. And while John was on the line, we actually did get a donation from Ian. Thank you, Ian, in West Melbourne. 
Ian has donated $200 and says, keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much, Ian. Um, I know Ian, um, and all these people I happen, to, happen to be knowing, but I happen to know Ian, and I happen to know he, he earns very little money at all. He, Ian, Ian is not a big earner, and for Ian, $200 is a great deal of money. So thank you very much. Um, not everyone can donate the same amount I know, but it's, some people seem to be giving sacrificially, including Annette. Thank you very much, Annette Doherty, um, from just around the corner. Um, look, you've donated one hundred dollars Annette thank you very much and then let's donate to the dog show as well so we're, we're getting towards our target let's just we, we might have to have a little break and add up all the numbers and find out how much more we still need to get to get our target here on 3CR on the dogs program Want to defend government schools? We are the DOGS, D-O-G-S, Defenders of Government Schools. Every week on the DOGS program we have a special segment to show a different state school is a great school. If you're a parent or if you're a kid or if you're involved in the school in any way whatsoever and you love your state school, give 3CR a call. We want to hear about these schools that we're defending. Brunswick Secondary State schools are great. Harkaway Primary School. Sunshine North Primary School. They're really concerned about the welfare of the kids and their growth as people as well as learning. Like you put on plays, you've got enrichment, you've got physical education, visual arts, languages, all that. In fact, is there a cooking? Actually an embracing of kids from disadvantaged backgrounds and with additional needs. More than half of your kids are from some of the poorest families in Australia. Yeah, definitely. That's the community and that's who we're servicing and that's that's who we welcome into the school. Outdoor play is linked to healthier and happier children. This, in turn, leads to better grades. In the weekly assemblies and stuff, they have a little thing, uh, you've been caught being good, and they have a a value of the week each week, and so it's not just words that he's actually... So so what do the teachers do when it's a building site? Yeah, they kick themselves out of their own staff room and turn it into a classroom. Just a really nice culture and an emphasis on social skill building as well as learning. Quite a range of intellectual ability and kids with mental health diagnoses. Refugee kids, kids who have not been in the country very long, don't necessarily start off with a Positive relationships with each other, with the teachers and with the community. And they run a, a breakfast club. There's a recognition that some kids don't get breakfast and so there's, there's food on. If you are involved in a state school and it's a great school, we'd love to hear from you so we can talk about it and tell the world. Leave a message for the dogs at 3CR on 9419 State schools are great schools. Great state schools. Well, we have some very, very generous donors. Uh, and we have some donors who have dug deep too into what they can afford. Edward Ford, thank you very much for your $20. <laughs> Marcus Peake from Heidelberg West, thank you very much for your $20. Susan Sharp from Caulfield South, thank you very much for your $25. Mr John Foster, who has come all the way down from Tralgon in times past to talk to us. Oh, thank you, John. John, thank you very much for your thirty dollars. Oh, thank you, John. We appreciate and your also, input John, and your help through yes. the year by providing providing information that goes onto the air in the dogs program. John is a wonderful supporter, and we thank you not just for your for your dollars, which right now are important, but we thank you for your time and your commitment. Indeed, Richard Simpson from Bentley. Many thanks for your a hundred dollars. 
Bronte and Cleo up there in West Melbourne, thank you for your $100 each. Like Ian, they don't necessarily have that much money. Mm. Maddie, thank you for your $100. Oh, thanks, Maddie. And Oliver, $100. Thank you too. They're students, so that, wow. that, that matters a lot. It does. Angus, thank you for your $100. Richard George, thank you for your $500. Oh, Richard George. Thank you, Mr. George. And if he can do it, so can I. Yeah. yeah. If you'd like to donate to the Dogs Program, call us now on 94198377. That's 94198377. Taking your calls right now. Richard Holdons, he's promised us that he will give us $600. Oh, thanks, Richard. <laughs> oh, that's really something. Makes such a difference. Thank you so much. George, George Murray out there in the east. Thank you for your $100. And Kathy, Kathy Corm, thank you for your $100. Jack Singleton and family, all of them state school uh, products, if you want to call them that. Uh, and the grandchildren are coming along too, and they'll be in state schools. Jack, thanks for your $100. Bruce, Thanks for your $100 out there in Preston. And Maisie and Bill, thank you for your $100 also. Now, we're getting up towards our target. Indeed. We have to make 6500 and I think we're over 5000 We still have to make... We actually haven't made our target, I'm sorry to say. And the dogs' program's only got 20 minutes left. Um, we still need to, get, need to get just over $900 of our target before... Um, the dogs continue to be on 3CR. So um, if you do have a spare couple of dollars, it all goes together, it all adds up, it all counts. Um, so please do donate on 94198377. That's 94198377 because the dogs program needs to be defended. Why? You say, why do we need to be on the air? Mm. Here's a question that I often ask myself <laughs> when I get up in the morning to go on the air. Well, the answer is a very important one because government schools, state schools, that is schools that are free, that are universal, that are secular, in Australia are now under very considerable attack, probably more so than they have been in any generation past. And as Jane Carey said on, on this program earlier, she said, we are the custodians of our children's educational future. I now know, because it's been proven, that in Australia the next generation will be more poorly educated than the generation before. All through the 20th century, every generation passed down a legacy of an improved education system. Australia was ahead of the rest of the world in 1900. And if you actually look at some of the letters that the soldiers wrote at the front, you suddenly realise that these people were exceptionally well educated um, and also very well read. And uh, it's, it gives you a bit of a surprise. We have done it. We can do it again. Well, we we can actually be better than Finland if only, if only we were sensible and went back to what we worked out in the 19th century. You don't give public money to schools which select children and are there to produce not a democracy 
but an oligarchy. One of the things that uh, is unique, I think, about Finland that I think makes so much sense, especially in a democracy, is that it's illegal to charge for education. Yeah, it, is, it is against the law in Finland to charge money for an education. It is a universal right. The idea that the Finnish people pass down an education system that allows the next generation to take all the advancements of a modern technology in the modern world and give that to their children. Their children are better educated than themselves is a truth in a culture and a society. In Australia, we have the opposite. We are now passing to our children a worse education system, worse mm. educational outcomes. We are not just going backwards compared to the rest of the world. We're going backwards full stop. Mm. The reason for this is that there are very few voices out there that specifically and actually support public schools, mm. the free, universal and secular access to information. I mean, schools are institutions that should teach maths. And, for instance, for example, they should teach English. They shouldn't teach Scientology maths. They shouldn't teach Catholic English. And if we as taxpayers are paying for that, then we should just stop. That's actually inappropriate. And one of the other reasons that the, the, the state school system in Australia is so strenuously and continuously under, under attack is something that we often see overseas, and it's coming to Australia. We often talk about the neoliberals and this is and that. There's been a fascinating and I think seminal essay written in the United States this last week about the legacy of Milton Freeman. Milton Freeman was a man who's now dead. He died about 10 years ago, actually 12 years ago. But his ideas were that the free market governs all. Mm. And he said, in very, very simple terms, in 1955 in an essay... This is back before he, even before he was working for Reagan back in the 80s when, when Gene was starting up the dogs program. That's why we had to start the dogs program. He said the government does not have a role, a justifiable role, in its own right for running an education system in a nation. So ridiculous. The free market runs the education system. The invisible hand of the market means that it will run all the education systems and that will be of the greatest benefit for the greatest number. He said that in 1955 and we are living with that man's legacy today, which is why we need to be here mm. on the DOGS program to say, no, we're going to call BS on that. Mm. Not even Adam Smith said that. That mm. is really extreme. Adam Smith said that you had to have... He actually was a great believer in a public education system up there in Glasgow, in Edinburgh, uh, and he looked around and said, if you didn't educate your population, you weren't going to be able to defend your country because you wouldn't have soldiers who could read and write, and that's what you needed if you wanted to defend your country. Uh, that was his view of it, uh, because he was looking around, of course, at the, um, the soldiers that Britain was sending off to try and beat uh, Napoleon. They weren't well fed and they weren't well educated and uh, Britain well, was in trouble. Here at the Dogs, and this is what, I mean, I'm, I feel quite passionate about this, why we need to continue to be here, which is why I think if you do donate to 3CR by calling 94198377, you can keep this message going. Every time someone says the word choice, mm. every time someone says the word competition, every time someone says the word... Um, all, or the phrase, all boats rise, 
mm. in the rising tide of, of, of efficiency. Mm. Every time someone says that, someone has to be here on 3CR to call BS on that one mm. because that's not the way you educate a population. It really begs the question, you know, what is the point of having a governance apparatus if it's not responsible for its citizens? Yeah. And, you know, being responsible for your citizens is to provide them the wherewithal to navigate that apparatus. Yes, yeah. it's, it's I mean, very yeah. simple. You just need to know what the government is, let alone what it's doing. Yeah, the government has just washed its hands of all responsibility of, of housing, of social welfare, of education. So, what is the point of having a governance apparatus? It's just a corporation. Um, look, this sounds like this, this sounds like no, 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 no doubt. What, what you're saying is exactly right. Government has a very simple role, hmm. and that is to provide a situation where, if a child is born. If a child is born in Australia today, the wealth of their parents does not matter when it comes to how well they are educated. Mm. And in Australia today, it is a truth, an unargued truth, a truth that everyone just assumes that if a child is born in Australia today and their parents are poor, their education will be poorer their education will be worse. Their educational outcomes will be decreased compared to a child who was born to a wealthy family. I find that not just socially disgusting, I find that inefficient. Mm. I mean, I find that ineffective. I find that unaccountable. In, even in economic terms, it's a stupidity that is beyond the bounds of, of the numbers that it represents. If that is a truth of the system, we must fight, which is what we do. We fight here with our words over the airways on 3CR 855 on the AM dial. And for us to be here next week, we need your help because this is Radiothon. Could I say that as an old-timer, and there are still a few of us around, although a lot of mm-hmm. us have gone again, as I've said, to a better country, it does my heart good to hear with Dale and Robert the next generation coming on. And I really think that we need to thank Dale, Robert, very especially for all of the work that she's done for us over the last few years, making sure that our program is actually here and going to air. And also for today. So don't donate because you like the sound of Jean's voice. (laughs) Don't donate because you like the sound of mine. Donate to support Dale because Dale is an extraordinary (laughs) producer here for the dogs. She she has to put up with us week on week on week. Oh, you have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. What what you guys are doing is so important that um, it gives gives me a sense of... um, I'm actually contributing to the community by being here with you. You are. You are. I mean, I, I can't argue that you're not. You are. And if you donate to the Dogs Program, then you are too. You can join Dale in the wonderful work that she's doing by giving us a call on 94198377. That's 94198377.
might not sound like it, but you're listening to the Dogs Program. We're calming ourselves down with a lovely little piano piece um, there because we're, we're getting a bit hot under the collar because we need to keep going here to defend state schools. So if you do have a spare $10, 20 bucks, we still need $900 to make our target to keep the dogs going on the radio show. Oh, but we actually have someone calling in who's going to solve our problem. That's Margie, I think. Marnie? Marnie? Marnie, Marnie, yes, Marnie, and she's donated $25 is going to help, $25 is going to help solve our problem. Thank you, Marnie. Great show keeps up, she says. Thank you very much, Marnie. We really appreciate it. But we are the dogs. We are the defenders of government schools who have a penchant for liking piano music. Oh, that's, that's my, my little uh, fetish for Schubert. Oh, yeah. No, we, we do indulge ourselves here with a little bit of, a little bit of culture because we're all state school educated, so we like a little bit of culture. You know. And uh, we still have $970 to go to make our target, so please, if you find any coins down the back of your couch, uh, feel free. And everything... In- Every donation over two dollars is tax deductible, so you can be like the Gina Reinharts and the uh, the richest folks in the world and get tax deductions. That's right, and it comes out to tax time, isn't it? <laughs> it oh no, is. it's been being gone. Oh, I, I can't remember. But um, yeah, if you, if you keep that receipt in your in, in your top drawer of your chiffonier, um, come tax time next time, I'm sure you can make a claim on it if you donate to the Dogs Program on nine four one nine eight three double seven. We're coming up to the end of the hour now, but um, we're getting back to our normal programs, hopefully, if we can get an extra $975. $970, $970 we need before the end of the hour, oh my goodness. Yeah, um, and we've got about uh, eight minutes left, so... Yeah, if we do come back next week, because we make our target, we have a wonderful program lined up for you. Not only are we going to investigate more great state schools, but there's been some fascinating research done, fascinating research done in the United States. I was talking before about the enemies of the state school system. Often we talk about various religious sects Mm. who take government money to educate their children in their peculiar religious tenets in Australia. But indeed the Milton Freemans and the free marketeers of the world Mm. are gathering their forces in the states to actually kill off the entire state school system in the United States under under Trump. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? They're going to kill off the entire government-funded state school system in the United States of America because it's not enough competition and not enough Which choice. means Australia won't be far behind because that's um, where we te- tend to get our cues, don't we? We do. We've just had a donation come in, thank goodness. We are being saved by our wonderful listeners. Loretta has called and oh. she has donated $20. Thank Loretta, you, Loretta. you don't know how that feels. It's good to have that $20 to make the target disappear. Every little bit counts. Absolutely. $20. Oh, thank you, Loretta. We really thank appreciate it. Thank you so much. And you know who you are. You keep <laughs> us on the air. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, yeah, 94198377. Or if you'd like to SMS a pledge, uh, that's, you can do that on 0488930855. That's 0488930855. Amazing, please. Yes. This, this music's calming me down, but please don't, please don't go to sleep. <laughs> go, don't go to sleep. Go to your phone. <laughs> go to your phone and text us. And please donate here on the Dogs Program. Because if we are here next week, um, you'll hear all about what's happening in the United States to the, because there is now an active dismantling 
of the state school system in the United States. And if we don't, I'm not here to tell you about it, you won't find out. It's mind-boggling. You know, um, I, I sometimes think of what happened in Cambodia and, uh, you know, it's a little bit off subject, but, uh, you know, after the Khmer Rouge killed all the poets and the, and the creative minds and the thinkers, and now there's a, just a society of violence and, mm. and, you know, capitalism. It's, uh, you know, what, what are we going to do if we don't fund encouragement of critical thinking in our next generation? What type of society are we going to have? Remember Finland. They were trashed, completely trashed, all their infrastructure by the German invasion. And since the Second World War, they have built it all up. And they are now the leaders of the world. And that's where Australia should be. That's where we should be looking to, not to America or, or the UK. Indeed. And thanks very much to Argie. Argie's donated $50. Well done, Argie. Um, there's someone actually I personally know. And again, I know his income. Argie's income is incredibly small. That's... Um, yeah, it's, he's really going to suffer for giving this, but sometimes you have to suffer to give to keep the voices thank going. Thank you. And Joan, Joan McDonald. Thank you very much, Joan McDonald. She says, thank you, Robert and Jean. And she says, go Dale. Oh, bless Go you. Dale, go Dale. <laughs> oh, you've got so many fans out there. And, and her, fa- her fandom extends to the fact that she's supporting you to the tune of $50. Oh, thank you so much. Um, that's not insubstantial at all. These numbers, I mean, we're talking about money for once here in Dodge Brown. We talk about it. Um, in terms of education, but this is just cold, hard cash that the 3CR listeners are now giving to keep us on the air and indeed keep Dale on the air because she's, <laughs> she's a dead set legend. Like and we love Dale. <laughs> we should have a We Love Dale song here because oh. she's been a producer here at the Dogs Program for many years and we wouldn't be here without her, truth to tell. So, yes, if you support the ideas and the people of 3CR and the volunteers who are taking our calls right now, I mean, I'm sitting here talking on the microphone, on the radio, but I'm, I'm just this tiny little point behind all, or just in front of all the volunteers just for this little time to get these important ideas out into the world across the airwaves. Mm. Well, you're not, certainly not going to find them in the mainstream media. You're certainly not going to find the analysis that you guys and the research you guys put into in the mainstream media because it goes against the mainstream agenda. Yep, it's true indeed. And sometimes I am guilty of wandering off on some polemic because I get very passionate about it. But don't worry, Dales and Jean Roy is here to pull me back. <laughs> But it's always relevant, Rob. This is the thing. This is the beautiful thing about critical thinking. You it know, is, it is. Because you don't just see one little part of the picture. You can see the breadth of the situation and then put the little pictures into context. So and it's terribly important to always be optimistic and to fight. Um, Robert has been talking about all of the people who are um, behind Trump and what they're intending to do in America, but I assure you there's a lot of people fighting. There's an alternate uh, group that I get information from. And uh, there's a lot of undercurrents. The fascists never went away. No. But there are a lot of warm, warm currents that are preventing them Mm. from... Uh, taking over us over like a glacier and we are the warm currents and we must keep going and it's also true in a country like Australia there are some things you cannot talk about and what we talk about here on 3CR is verboten in many many conversations Mm. in fact to the point where I know there's people out there that agree with us but it's very hard for them to donate because for them to support the dogs means that they will be discriminated against in other contexts because we talk about government funding not going to private schools if someone comes out and, and agrees with us in public, they can actually be shouted down by the, by, by the lobbyists. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a difficult thing to actually say in, well, in, in, in mixed company. 
because there is an inherent corruption in the system that means Absolutely. that you can't say this in public or people will, will shout you down. Especially when, when discrimination is funded. It you is. know, so you can be dis- discriminated against yeah. by the sections of society because oh. they're exempt from the anti-discrimination exactly. laws and we pay for that privilege. That's but right. we must have public schools which are open to all children uh, and who aren't discriminated against. That mm. is the, the most, yeah. most basic, basic... The ability basic to pay right. for an education should not affect a child. It just should not affect a child. Yeah. It should be a gold standard for everyone. And in fact, we have two donors who've just called in oh, who've donated 25 and $20 respectively, but they are anonymous donors. So why would someone be donating anonymously to the dogs? Well, I've just explained why. Mm. And you can, in fact, donate anonymously to dogs. So if you listen to what we're saying and you think that what we're saying is important and has a place in the debate, but you are afraid to give your name when you donate and you are afraid to come on air and talk to us and give your real name, we understand. We completely understand that. There's no question. Um, so if you do wish to donate, feel free to donate in the next one minute <laughs> anonymously because we're coming to the end of our program. Now, the target has come down because of all these wonderful donations. How much do we have to make in the next 40 seconds? Uh, we need $805. But if you don't um, get a chance to call up in the next uh, 40 seconds, uh, you can always donate to us uh, to, to 3CR via the dogs um, at any stage just by calling the station on 9394 mm. uh, 1983 Sorry, yeah. so many numbers. No, it is true. <laughs> There's, that's 94198377 or you can text it in on 04889308555. That's 04889308555 or like I would do, because I'm a little older, I just call it in. I, yeah. just, I, I just call in and talk to a person. And if you do want to do it anonymously, that's absolutely fine, because mm. 3CR respect people's privacy, even though we are, well, because we are a community organisation. We respect yeah. people's and, and the places they come from, and indeed their anonymity, if that's what's required to donate to a radical... A radical program like ours. It's, it's fascinating. What, what, it's we, what we say here every terrifyingly week... terrifyingly conservative world that this is considered radical. Yeah. For me to say that only government funding should only go to state schools is a radical statement in mm. the country of Australia. Yeah. In Finland, for me to say otherwise, would be against the law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, in, so, and in Norway, the... the um, the monarch's children go to the nearest state school. Yeah. So if you'd like to donate, you can do online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. But we are going to have to finish now. If you'd like to find out more from the DOGS program, you can always go to www.adogs.info. That's www.adogs.info. But we're going to finish off, as we usually do, with Joe Hill. With Joe Hill, indeed. Yes, Joe Hill. We have a lot of listeners that love to hear Joe Hill. But I say, you're not too late. If you still want to donate to the 3CR and the Dogs Program, you can. Again, by calling the numbers or going on the website, it's not too late because it's important that we're here next week. But again, hopefully until next week, it's bye for now. Standing by my bed, they framed you on a murder charge, says Joe, but I'm dead, says Joe, but I'm dead.
Says I, but Joe, you're ten years dead. 